Well, Dr. Kelly Victoria, I know you're going to be, uh, you told me earlier, you're going to be testifying uh, next week. Talk about that actually, before, in, and I'll let you go, I promise. Yeah, no no worries. I'm actually going to be uh, testifying in Colorado uh, on, okay. a bill, uh, on a bill that's being uh, presented to uh, Congress with regard to decreasing, essentially decreasing the fear that physicians have for prescribing some of these FDA-approved drugs. It's in some ways a... Um, a silly bill that it would, it's silly that it should even have to be proposed because it's essentially allowing physicians to do what they are already authorized to do. But it's trying, it's actually putting it in writing saying any physician can prescribe these medications for the early treatment of COVID without fear of reprisal, without fear of reprimand or that somebody would would claim that there's an issue of uh, of malfeasance or uh, acting against your medical license. Um, so it's very, very important. I'm hoping that it's a bill that will uh, end up passing and will lift this shroud of of secrecy that sort of is surrounding the early treatment of COVID because we have many and growing number of well-established treatments that are safe, effective, FDA approved. And again, um, it's interesting that the same people who have made it so difficult for me and others to prescribe medications or even to talk about them, about, about using these FDA approved medications are very, very happy to have you take a non-FDA approved vaccine. Um, and, and it's, it, there's an interesting um, uh, hypocrisy there, I think. I think that everyone should be allowed to make the best decisions uh, for his or her health in conjunction with their physician. And mm -hmm. the federal government, frankly, should stay out of it. You know, Dr. Victor, I got to tell you, uh, you know, last year, my mom turned 85. And we had a discussion, uh, the adult children had a discussion and I have uh, an RN and, you know, we're all in most of my families in the healthcare. I was law enforcement, but we, was, we just had a meeting. We said, OK, uh, mom's not going to turn 85 ever again. And it uh -huh. her, her birthday happens to fall on Mother's Day. So oh. it was Mother's Day and her 85th birthday. And we all decided. The, what was the what was the date, by the way? It was May 10th. Okay, so my mom's is May fifth, so it, fell, it commonly <laughs> fell on Mother's Day too. So, did you have a big party? Well, we didn't have a big party, but we did. We we all the siblings and the children, and we got together with my mom, and we celebrated her life. God love you. I mean, it, I, you know, I can't tell you how many people people call the radio show all the time and say, you know, my my dad's turning ninety, and you know, what do you think? I'm saying, for the love of God, this, if we stop celebrating those milestones what what so she can live for another year you know and have missed that so right. yeah you're not trying you're not hoping she gets covid and you take reasonable precautions and right. and i tell people obviously if one of you is actively ill has a fever right. or coughing then it would be best for that person to to maybe not participate um or that person wears a mask or something but my gosh if we miss these milestone events gil it probably meant more to your mother and probably went further to, to her good health and her longevity mm -hmm. to have you guys all around her uh, in person. Uh, what we are doing to our elderly people who are languishing, isolated, you know, feeling abandoned in nursing homes right now, um, haven't been seen by their children, many of them in, in a year. Right. I mean, 
it what a what a travesty what an absolute it is unconscionable we lost my dad to the 2017 2018 seasonal flu and oh. and you know one of the reasons is it, he waited too long to get to the hospital he just waited too long. And and we what we learned is that there's a golden window of opportunity there. Correct. And if you miss it and it turns to ARDS, that was it. Correct. Once to put no, my dad it, on a respirator, he was done. It, no, Gil, and, and that's the same thing with COVID. Why would you wait? And right. all the studies that showed that hydroxychloroquine didn't wait didn't work, they waited till people were getting a tube put down their throat. Like, okay, well, it's a little late now. Well, what are the resources that are out there for people uh who who, who may become uh, sick or whatever, ill uh, with or without the COVID, what can they do to take care of themselves? With that, and that's a great question, Gil. What I would suggest, first of all, if you have a close relationship with your physician, then you might want to inquire ahead of time where your personal physician stands on things like early treatment for COVID-19. Specifically, um, does that person uh, have a protocol for prescribing drugs like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin along with steroids and other medications? If your own personal physician is very much against that uh, and you, it, or you aren't able to determine, then everyone should write down this website and it's speakwithanmd.com. Okay. speak with an md.com they are able to conduct a televisit uh video visit and determine whether or not it's appropriate for you to get these medications and they can prescribe those medications and will in all 50 states um i recommend that people do it as soon as you become ill you or a family member begin to get mm -hmm. ill because you don't know which way it's going to go 80% of people have a very, very mild course of it with COVID, but you don't know which way it's going to go. And I never recommend that people wait until they're really having a bad cough or right. God forbid, starting to have trouble breathing. So the idea is to, to contact your own physician ahead of time right now, just to feel out where that person stands and what you should do if you or a, or a family member should get COVID. But if you're not able to do that, then uh, plan on using speak with an M D.com. Also, America's Frontline Physicians, if you, um, if you get in contact with them, they have a website, um, America's Frontline Physicians. That's uh, Dr. Simone Gold and the folks who went to Washington, D.C. last year and stood on, on the steps of the Capitol to fight for early treatment for COVID. They likewise have set up a televisit um, where they can uh, evaluate people for COVID-19 and determine if it's appropriate for you to get the prescription medications. The things I was talking about before, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and quercetin are all over the counter. You would need a um, prescription for things like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, azithromycin, or steroids. Well, you know, me and the wife, we're taking all of those supplements and we get them right off of Amazon. You know, Jeff Bezos sends them to us. <laughs> exactly. And, and on point, Jeff Bezos is getting richer and richer, but if he's doing it on vitamin D, zinc and quercetin, uh, I'm happy for him to do it. That's where I get mine as well. Well, listen, thank you for your time. Thank you for the great information. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. You can come back anytime. Thanks again, Gil. Okay. Thanks.